Hey gang, and welcome back to another episode of the Digital Discussions Unfiltered podcast. Today I'm sharing a conversation that I had with the lovely Jess Berry. Jess is the founder behind the Co-working Club, which is honestly the nicest community, which originally started as an in-person co-working kind of events uh, in the Nottingham area. And obviously pre-COVID, that's kind of where it was at. During COVID, Jess found that she had to pivot, you know, that wonderful world that we've all got used to. And now business looks a little bit different during a pandemic for Jess. So in this conversation, we talk about everything from how the co-working club started, which I think a lot of you will be able to relate to if you're self-employed, and what it currently looks like, how you can get involved, and she also shares some really exciting plans for the future. So if you are looking to kind of find a story that is relatively relatable to a lot of us, I would say, and just kind of get an understanding of some of the challenges around building an online community, what she's found really beneficial, or just be nosy about what's to come in the future, then you are going to love this episode. If you love it, make sure you share it on socials. Tag me and Jess. She's at the Coworking Club and I'm at Lorna Scully UK and I'll be sure to share them all. Without further ado, here's our conversation. Okay, hello lovely Jessica. How are you? Hello, I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for agreeing to come on. I'm so excited to talk to you because... I literally love the co-working club. Buzzing oh, to talk to you. That makes me so happy. Yeah, I can't wait to have a good chat as well. So with every single guest that I have on, I like to give them a bit of a challenge because heaven forbid that somebody who's listening to this doesn't know who you are. How <laughs> dare they? Um, we like I like to kind of get across who you are as a person and give you a bit of a challenge to do it in 30 seconds or less and if you go over the 30 seconds all that I ask is that you make a small donation to the charity mind do you think you're up for the challenge I'm up for the challenge but yeah I'm willing to lose for charity (laughs) (laughs) well I mean that's always admirable (laughs) right I've got my stopwatch ready so ready yep go Hi, so I am Jess. I am the founder of the Coworking Club and I went self-employed three years ago almost as a social media manager and that was when I really kind of discovered the loneliness that comes with working from home. So I started kind of building a community. At first it was local in Nottingham, which is where I'm based and now we are online. So yeah, I think that's a brief roundup. And you did it in 29 seconds. Oh my goodness. Wowzers, did you practice that? I actually didn't, but I'm going to make the donation anyway, so. Oh, bless your heart. (laughs) Well, that's amazing. I can't believe you've only been self-employed for three years. I thought it was much longer, Jess. Yeah, it's um, three years in December, I think. And it's, yeah, it's a funny one because I think it feels like, for me, it's a bit of like a, a time of two halves because for the first year and a half two years I was just focusing on being a social media manager and kind of developing my business in that sense um kind of maintaining clients and building new clients and things like that um so it was only maybe a year and a half ago that I started the co-working club and back then it wasn't me 
starting a business either. It was literally me kind of bringing together some local business owners and freelancers who I already knew and we literally back in those days just met up in a coffee shop. So it's come quite a long way since then. Love that. I mean, like, because I guess it is one of those things, isn't it? Nobody kind of prepares you for the other stuff that comes Mm -hmm. with being self-employed. No, it's so, so true. I've spoken about this quite a lot recently because obviously at the moment there's more people working from home than ever and like experiencing it. A lot of people are experiencing it for the first time. So yeah, I've spoken a lot about how the psychological sides of working from home just aren't talked about a lot. So I didn't really see many people talking about kind of the loneliness and the isolation that you can start to feel. So that's why I'm so adamant about kind of making it a lot more well spoken about so that people can know what to expect because I think before I took the leap into self-employment I actually hadn't even done one single day of working from home like not even when I was employed I didn't like take a day where I just worked from home so I had literally had no idea what to expect I was going into it completely blind so yeah. And it's so true as well like saying how kind of you are, you do do it every single, I see it on store, on Instagram, on Insta stories. And it is about just kind of making it that, that thing that it is okay to feel like that, because I feel like it's one of those unspoken things. And we almost kind of feel like we shouldn't feel like this because it's our job, but mm-hmm. actually we're not alone in feeling like it, are we? So no, exactly. And in the beginning, I just felt so guilty about talking about it as well, because to the outside perspective like I was in a really privileged position I'd been able to go full-time with my own thing and yeah was self-employed and essentially was supposed to be living the dream you know and um, (laughs) I just felt so bad that on the inside I didn't feel like that at all and I was really struggling with it really having a hard time and yeah kind of the isolation element really affected my mental health so it was at that point where yeah, things definitely kind of got quite tough and I did start speaking about it and kind of opening up to a few select people. Um, and that was when I started to discover that, okay, other people do feel like this. It's not just me. Yeah, you feel less kind of alone and feeling lonely, which is <laughs> a bit strange. But um, And so obviously it just kind of started with kind of a couple of you meeting up in a coffee shop just mm-hmm. casually yeah really casually like it didn't have a name at this point it was just me sending out a message on Instagram to a couple of people saying do you want to meet up um and then it started to grow from there we would meet up every Monday morning and it was just a really nice way to like kick off the week and then over time I started to think okay I'm gonna kind of cast this a bit wider and not just speak to the people that I know um in Nottingham so I kind of branded it as the co-working club set up its own Instagram account that was separate to my own one um, and started promoting that we were going to be doing these meetups every week and from there more and more people started to come people who I hadn't met before which was so nice um, so nice to get to know lots more amazing women and yeah that's kind of where we got to prior to lockdown (laughs) sorry that's so lovely because I think like there's something to be said I think I've spoken I don't know if you know Julia Day Mm -hmm. I've spoken to Julia quite a few times about you know we talk about the things that a lot of people don't talk about tend to talk about and we did an Instagram live a couple of weeks back um about 
reaching out to to people that you wouldn't necessarily kind of reach out to so it was it's it's really nice to hear you kind of say well actually it was probably people that I spoke to but then I just cast that net a little bit wider so mm-hmm. was there something that kind of made you think I know actually this could be a thing um and so I'll just talk to a few more people or or as it has it just kind of as we all do did it just kind of happen did you just fall into it yeah I think the growth happened really naturally and it was around the end of last year where we were kind of regularly taking up the largest table in the coffee shop and I was starting to get to the point where I was like okay maybe I feel a bit bad for kind of taking up so much space um every single week like I'm not sure whether they love us or hate us for that (laughs) and that's when I started to think okay this could be something and could be something a bit bigger than just casual meetups um and that's where I kind of moved into I was casually kind of subletting a space at the start of this year and we would then start to meet up from there and we were doing it two days a week and that allowed us to grow that little bit more because we weren't relying on kind of the size of the coffee shop we had space for uh around 15 people I think uh each day so yeah it was a really nice way to kind of expand and it was really nice to know that on a went on a Wednesday and a Monday I was seeing people and that I'd be working outside mm. of the house as well so I really looked forward to that and then it also in turn kind of made me appreciate the days where I was at home a little bit more because I had that really nice balance between the two. Yes and then obviously I guess the world that we're living in currently happened <laughs> probably knocked you for six a little bit and then but obviously you kind of you took co-working club online and full transparency I am a member of the co-working club absolutely <laughs> love it highly recommend it um and so I guess I feel like I know the answer to this but was there was that kind of planned or was that a pivot <laughs> as everybody's been saying in order to kind of keep it going yeah so back in February March time I was actually looking in Nottingham to rent a space full-time and I wow basically found somewhere and it was in the process of being renovated so I was kind of keeping in touch with them regularly going visiting the site and was pretty set on that's what I was gonna do um so we'd, the co-working club would have kind of a full-time space in Nottingham um for female business owners and freelancers and creatives and remote workers to all come together and and work from there like all week long yeah that sounds amazing yeah it would also kind of be a bit space for it local events and things like that um and then yes (laughs) coronavirus came (laughs) on bloody corona (laughs) yeah that kind of went out the window and I look back now and it's kind of a bit of a double-edged sword like in some ways I'm so grateful that I hadn't made that step yet because I'd be in a really difficult situation right now um mm. if I had taken on the space and it also obviously allowed me to dip my toe into the online world which <laughs> is something that I had kind of in the back of my mind all along I thought that I wanted to do this at some point because I'd have messages from people who lived outside of Nottingham who said like I love what you're doing it looks really amazing I'd love to be a part of it but unfortunately I'm not not in the area um so I'd always kind of had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to do something 
that anyone could get involved in and you didn't just have to be based in the East Midlands. So I think I'm not sure when I would have got around to it if (laughs) COVID hadn't given me that little gentle shove. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't it wasn't a gentle nudge it was a gentle shove. (laughs) Yes exactly. Um, So yeah but now I look back and I'm like I'm kind of grateful that it it's done that because the online club has just been amazing and it's essentially really kind of made the most of this year for me I know it's going to be a really odd one for a lot of people looking back and kind of looking back and kind of thinking what what have they achieved this year and has COVID kind of held them back in some respects but for me I'm actually really grateful that it's given me this opportunity because I think it's grown the co-working club in a completely different way but in a really amazing one. Yeah it's probably it's almost kind of as you said like it's not it's not something that you weren't aware of and that you you kind of already wanted to do but you weren't quite sure how to kind of go about it or when yeah and it's kind of just kind of giving you a gentle nudge over the edge <laughs> but I mean I as I say I'm part of it and I absolutely love it I I think I've been pretty open with you personally that I I don't use it as much as I absolutely should <laughs> but there is so many different elements to it and I think just before we uh, started this call I went through and jotted down all of the different elements and the amount of content and resources and stuff essentially that you do is nuts (laughs) and so I think like for you know if you are kind of an online business or you are working by yourself and you know we're all working from home at the minute regardless of what bloody tier we're in (laughs) (laughs) um there is so much there so you know I think you kind of taking it online it's I mean personally I'm grateful that it happened (laughs) because I kind of fell into that category of Nottingham is just that little bit too far away for me. Mm -hmm. So I think like from from me personally, I think it was a really good thing that it kind of happened for you. Um, But is that has there been any particular kind of challenges with taking it online and kind of changing that direction? Because obviously you still do when you can the in-person kind of socially distanced kind of meetups in in Nottingham but has there been any kind of challenges that maybe you didn't see coming with taking it online? Yeah I think in terms of challenges I think this was probably the one that put me off from giving it a go in the first place and it was the worry of how I could replicate that real feeling of connection that I knew was quite easy to achieve in in in-person meetups when you're physically face-to-face with people that you have a lot of in common with. Um, And I really wondered how that would kind of translate online and how we could create that same level of connection because that's what the membership is based on. There's lots of other kind of memberships out there that are maybe more based on training and things like that, learning as a business owner and developing your skills. But this, the online club at its heart is about the connection and the community kind of first and foremost. So I really wanted to be sure that I could deliver that and that was one of my biggest worries and biggest kind of challenges and how do I create that same level of connection when we can only do it online and how what kind of elements can I bring into the membership that will really focus on developing those relationships and real kind of human connection as well and I wanted people to not only kind of get along in the group and chat in the group situation but then how can we create relationships between other people like that interweave within that um 
so yeah that's been probably my biggest challenge I would say you feel like you've kind of ticked it off do you feel like for you personally do you feel like you've achieved that yeah I've actually been so pleasantly surprised by what has come out of the online club and the connections that have been formed I think just hearing everyone's kind of positive feedback and and how beneficial they've found the club I just yeah I I feel like it's definitely been achieved and it's 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 just growing really naturally which I'm happy about and I'm just conscious of now I guess the next challenge will be how do I maintain that kind of level of community and connection while still potentially growing the membership further down the line as well yeah I think from a from my point of from a member's point of view I think you've absolutely nailed that because I think for anybody that's listening that doesn't kind of have any idea about the co-working club there's so many kind of different elements like uh Jess will host virtual co-working which I feel like for me I was like oh I don't know how I feel about that like it feels (laughs) a bit weird but as you said like the the whole element is the human connection and Mm -hmm. so yes we might still be sat in in our bedrooms, on our sofas, wherever we work from. But just knowing that there is somebody else there, I think, I do think you've absolutely nailed it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and I was the exact same. Like, I wondered how virtual co-working would ever work and I didn't try it out before I introduced it into the group. So I was a little bit apprehensive about it. But yeah, like you said, it's just like looking over at your laptop and just seeing that there's a bunch of other women doing similar things to you and just feeling like you're not alone in it is so nice and yeah actually having someone to chat about last night's tv to as well is just another real benefit <laughs> some of some of the conversations that come up in the slack channels are, <laughs> I've been howling at them because <laughs> it is like it is that it is that human connection it is you know there's been a couple in the last couple of days where you can just relate to it and it might be like you know, someone just needs to vent or, and and you kind of think, you, I've sat back and thought like, okay, if she didn't do that in that Slack channel where, you know, who else would she vent to? Because we're mm-hmm. so used to in kind of corporate jobs or working for somebody else. We're so used to being able to, you know, it might be in the kitchen when we're making a cup of tea, kind of having a mode to a coworker. And, and that's, that's exactly what you've just kind of replicated, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, exactly. And for me, it would be a case of like holding all of those either like frustrations or annoyances or even like good mm. happy moments as well. It'd be like a case of holding them all until the end of the day when my boyfriend Adam gets home and then I essentially just like offload to him, which <laughs> in some ways like, yeah, I mean, it's it's perfectly fair. He's my partner, he's supporting me. But at the same time, it's kind of, yeah, I, I appreciate now that I have a bunch of other amazing women that I can chat to um, and not necessarily pile everything <laughs> onto him. Yeah. And I guess there's probably an element of, I find, I don't know if you find the same, but obviously I've got a lot of friends that are full-time employed and they just kind of, I can still talk to them, but there's an element that they will just never understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a big one. And I think that's why I struggled so much in the first instance because I hadn't taken that time to develop a network around me so Mm. I I basically had a couple of business owners that I maybe knew but not as well and then yeah my kind of normal friends like friends from school friends from college whatever um so that I think that really 
didn't help in terms of the isolation as well because I didn't necessarily feel like anyone totally understood and everyone thought kind of they'd potentially prefer to be in my shoes and be working for themselves um so yeah I think having like-minded people around you is just absolutely key 100% 100% agree um and in terms of kind of marketing the co-working club how have you found is probably you know I can't I can't imagine anybody listening to this is probably going to go I know what I'm going to do I'm going to go replicate the co-working club but (laughs) how have you you know you you've you've gone down the route of building a community of like-minded people that are all in the same boat for that kind of human connection, which is Mm -hmm. amazing. If somebody, you know, is thinking of, or that's kind of what they're aiming for with their business, how have you kind of found marketing the co-working club as opposed to maybe how you were marketing your social media management services? Has there been any kind of overlap or has there been anything that you've done totally different? Yeah, I think, I mean, one of the platforms I've relied on heavily for both is Instagram because typically it's just kind of, I know that it's an ideal space where my audience hangs out. So I know that it's going to be kind of a great place to market. So I think that's definitely crossed over throughout. Um, And one of the really big things that's helped me to grow the co-working club in particular is the kind of brand advocacy that comes with it because our members are very very loyal and they're very involved so once they become part of the club they really do love to kind of shout about it and share the things that we do within the online club which is amazing and this has been like a massive factor in our growth um looking back at last year when we were kind of solely focused on in-person meetups we had a very kind of Nottingham East Midlands based audience but over the past kind of six or seven months with the launch of the online club we've really been able to kind of burst this bubble in a sense and expand beyond that so we now have members from kind of all over the UK and beyond so them sharing it on their socials is just so so helpful and really does help to kind of bring in that much wider audiences which is amazing. And you really get members involved as well, don't you? Because obviously there's things in part of the the clubhouse, like the lunch and learns and the wellness Wednesdays and on the podcast. And obviously there's the monthly book club and stuff. So it's not, it's not just networking, which I think is why is one of the reasons why I joined, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But it's like you, you fully get them involved in kind of talking, like sharing their business as well. I think you do kind of the takeovers, don't you, on your stories as well yeah yeah exactly like it's a completely kind of member driven community and that's what I've always wanted it to be I didn't want it to be me kind of just leading and kind of dictating on where the membership goes I I definitely want it to kind of grow and evolve as we go along and looking back to the start of lockdown I essentially launched this with not a huge idea about where it was gonna go like I had a basic kind of premise but it was very much kind of like the bare bones back then and that's why I decided to do like a month's free trial just to kind of really gain people's feedback on what elements they liked what elements they would like to add in the future Um, and that really really helped me kind of moving forward to develop it into what it is today Um, and obviously that's going to go on to grow and evolve as well as as the community grows so 
Yeah, it's been definitely like a, a learning curve and a lot of the elements that it has in it now, like the lunch and learn, that was an idea from a member because they realised kind of how much, like how the skill set varies, I suppose, and how many industries our members are within um, and just realised that we could really kind of utilise that knowledge in a Skillshare situation. So yeah, it's really amazing. And I'm always looking for member feedback and asking everyone kind of what they're enjoying, what what else they'd like to see and kind of, yeah, I'm just here to kind of facilitate in that way and bring it all to life. That's so cool. That is so cool. It's cool that that actually came from, I didn't realise that the Lunch and Learn was from a member, but that just goes to show as well that, you know, you've talked about brand advocacy, excuse me, brand advocacy, (laughs) Um, and it just kind of proves the point that if you, you know, if you listen to people, if you kind of, if you fill that kind of hole of, and help them with that challenge, like that everybody can kind of come together and create ideas. And as you say, you're kind of the, you're the doer. <laughs> yeah. You're the, I think that the lady makes, that does. Yeah. I think that makes people feel even more involved as well. Cause you're essentially giving people a role and letting them really get involved in it and, I see that definitely through kind of letting people do the work with me Wednesday takeovers where we just get an insight into how everyone spends their working from home days, which is really interesting. So yeah, and just lots of lots of exciting stuff going on. That's so cool. And I guess I without prying, what I where's what's what's next for the co-working club? <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. I, I feel like it's a hard time to it's a hard time to plan, isn't it? But I mean, ideally, I want to continue to grow the online community. But I am very kind of cautious about the size of the club. I do want it to stay like a very tight knit community. So I think that's a big consideration moving forward. Like, what number of members do we let it get to and like how do I manage that moving forward um so that's a biggie at the moment and then also like fingers crossed next year we can get back to some sort of normality with in-person meetups because I don't just want to be basing them just in Nottingham but I now want to be able to kind of travel around a little bit and make sure our members can come together and meet each other in person because I think now that we've kind of expanded just beyond Nottingham we're starting to develop little pockets in other like cities and towns, which is really, really nice. So I'd like to be able to bring that together in some way, maybe do some sort of retreat or something like that would be really cool. Um, And yeah, I just honestly can't wait to see people meet in real life after kind of spending so long developing these relationships online. I think it will just be like a really, really special moment when that finally can happen. Yeah, totally. That sounds so exciting. (laughs) But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like I think, you know, I feel like I've made more friends during lockdown, but obviously they're online friends and they live all over the place. (laughs) And that's great. But it would be so nice to actually sit down with a, you know, with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and actually just sit and talk to that person in real life. I think there's going to be such a demand for that. And so kind of I can just imagine like a co-working club road show that sounds amazing yeah it'd be so so good yeah I think just meet getting to meet someone in real life is just like the cherry on top of the cake isn't it like it just finishes it off that that relationship and just kind of cements it that little bit more when you actually get to meet face to face which will be 100% 
hundred percent well I think you've literally answered all of my questions thank you so much for your time I know it's been an absolute pleasure I really love chatting if anybody that's listening to this wants to find out a little bit more about the co-working club where can they find you know doors are currently closed aren't they so are you planning on opening the doors to the co-working club anytime soon and where can they find you and kind of get involved yeah, so you can come over and follow us on Instagram. It's at the Coworking Club. The first O is a zero because, yeah, silly Instagram names. Um, <laughs> we're also at www.thecoworkingclub.co.uk. And you can sign up to join the wait list. At the moment, I'm thinking the next time the doors will be open will probably be January 2021, I think. Um, so if you join the waitlist, you'll be the first to find out and yeah, can keep up to date with all of the stuff that's going on. Amazing. Honestly, I would highly recommend it. I think I have become a bit of a hermit and kind of <laughs> sit indoors and sit at my desk and lock myself away and just ignore the world. And it's almost kind of, as I've said, like I don't probably use it as much as I should. I promise, Jess, I promise I'll be on it. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially even just kind of just even watching the slack channels and just seeing that kind of human interaction and seeing kind of posts where I'm like that makes so much sense or I can relate to that or having a giggle mm-hmm. it's always it's always nice to know that you're actually not on your own so I would highly yeah. recommend 100% it just kind of brightens up at the moment yeah. especially at a very monotonous week so definitely kind of helps to bring a bit of routine and structure with the calls that we do and then yeah also just just a nice bit of relatability with other people in similar shoes and yeah I think you can kind of get as involved as you want obviously the more you kind of put in the more you get out but I totally understand that you can kind of it might take a bit of time to come around to it because you're not used to kind of being quite so social so it's definitely something to kind of yeah throw yourself into I think absolutely love it well thank you so 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 much for your time jess it's been so lovely to chat to you oh thank you so much for inviting me cool i'll talk to you really soon bye